up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging, having a day. I'm James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. We're going to call this one Move the Wall. Move the Wall. You know, yesterday, we began to talk about hope. But more specifically, we started with Hope Stealers. Because uh, everybody has a hard time when I say, you know, look, you got to rid yourself of toxic friends or, you know, uh, bad uh, morals, corrupt good character. But the truth is, we have got to be willing to, you know, really honor the Lord in our lives. You know, I'm amazed when people say to me, uh, you know, I'm just so unhappy with my life. I just want things different. Sometimes people think, oh, if I just change, right? If I just move or have a geographical change or a church change. No, honey, no, dude. That isn't going to help you either because you're there. But my question to you is, you know, what are the things in your life that are slowly taking out your peace and joy, right? Jesus said peace was a gift to us. And so we've got to make sure Number one, that we're removing every obstacle, right? How's your Netflix life? I asked, I asked a young man that the other day. How's your Hulu life? What do you mean? You have a Netflix, a Hulu. Uh, you have a life, right? And, and are you wasting that time? Are you complaining that you don't have a job, but you're wasting all this time in your life? How's your prayer life? Do you feel like that's taking off? Because that's going to really change your life. And so we've got to be willing to take, you know, to remove the obstacles in our life so we can serve God without strongholds, man. I mean, with no reservation, just loving Jesus. There are, you know, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Man, I'm not worried about the big things. I'm worried about the little things that try to creep in your life that slowly take you away from what God's called you to do. And so we want to rid ourselves of those toxic things. We want to pass the faith tests in our life, right? And, and they come in many different forms. You know, I, I remember years ago in one of the churches, uh, this gentleman came around. He was getting on everybody's nerves. I called a leader meeting. Everybody thought that I was going to like, you know, give some warning about this guy or whatever. I said, look, he's the greatest thing this church has ever had. They couldn't understand why, because he's testing you. Because when people rub you wrong, you need to check inside and go, what is it in my life that is getting so worked up over this, right? How you handle the faith tests of life determine where you go from here. And are you flexible? So are you ridding yourself of toxic things? Are you passing the faith tests in private? And number three, are you, are you flexible? Are you taking risk? How are you with change? Because I will tell you, when you're pleasing people and you're trapped into other people's emotions, you can never be who God's created you to be. And when all you are is busy, you know, I told somebody the other day, you always have an excuse to be who you're not, who, who, why you can't be who you're supposed to be. It's always work. It's always busy. It's always this and that. Never take time for God. Never take time for family. Well, then you're going to reap that life. And we're called to take risks. I remember the one of the first days in the early church, we. Up, we moved to a storefront, our first place. 
It might have fit 50 people. I was so excited. We have our property. And it was weird. When you walked in the storefront, there was like this weird wall. And it was just a bizarre wall. It was like a meaningless wall. But it was blocking the two glass doors as you walk in perfectly. It like gave a little bit of privacy, I guess. It was just a random wall. And I remember the day I went to the church and I said, look, we got to take the wall down. Friends, you would have thought that I was shutting the church down and for good. People started manifesting. Don't move the wall. I don't really think it's right. Uh, people are going to see us <laughs> uh, in the winter. The, the cold is going to be too much for me. And because I made a big mistake. I went to people and said, what do you think about the wall coming down? That was the first and last time I ever asked people what they thought. Because leaders need to lead. Because no matter what you do in your life, not everybody's going to be okay with your decision. And as long as you're trying to get consensus on every little thing in your life, and as long as you're trying to please everybody, you'll do, you'll please nobody. The person that is always trying to please somebody never will. And that wall taught me something. Nobody wanted it. It's a dumb wall. Everybody was upset about it. So at that point, I realized I need to have peace in my life about these decisions, and I'm going to make them. If they're major, major, I will have godly counsel and board members and fathers in my life. Then we'll make these decisions. I was not going to ask people who are not as committed as I am what they thought about major decisions. I just wasn't going to do it because in my life, I will get nothing done. I'll sit there and sympathize with everybody that the wall needs to stay up. And the wall went down and it's pointless at this point. But what it represents is so much. Because people still have problems with the wall. No matter what you do as a leader, because you are a leader. You may say, man, I don't feel like I'm leading anybody. You are. What you do matters. And how you handle yourself matters. And the way you respond matters. And the way you rid yourself of things that are taking away God's best in your life all matters. This is not like, hey, I got saved 15 years ago and I had one moment in my life where I wanted to get clean. But since then, I've just been living dirty. That's not how this thing works. In your life, if you're going to do, if you're going to do anything to change this world, you need to be constantly uh, pursuing God's best. And, uh, you know, it's important that you are always learning. Like, when was the last time you read a book? Look, it, that's why I'm saying you got to move the wall. People that change this world for God read. I got a small group of, of leaders in my life. I send them books. Powerful books. You've got to read. You've got to take time for you. You've got to, you know, what are you learning? What are you learning to make money in your life? Are you just stuck in some dead-end job, not, not learning or growing or evolving? Then what are you doing? And most people are scared to take risks. I did a, I did a, um, a podcast a couple years ago called Hawaii by Choice. I was on a cruise with my family, and this woman came on the, you know, came on the uh, loudspeaker, and she said, "My name's so and so, and I, 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 I'm from Hawaii, but I'm Hawaii by choice." I didn't understand what that meant. I realized now that that meant she knew that she wanted something different in her life and she began to pursue what that was. Now, I don't advocate you doing anything outside of God's will in his word for you because I don't care. 
you better be in the frozen Antarctica serving God. You'd be the warmest person on the planet. Has nothing to do with Hawaii. And geographical locations mean nothing if God's purpose isn't in it. But for the sake of the story, I digress. So she said, uh, uh, you know, I'm Hawaii by choice. And what that told me was she was willing to take risks, that she was willing to say, you know what, I'm just going to take a step and just kind of see if it works. Here's the problem, Christian. How many of you are taking steps that are making you nervous? Because many of us stopped taking risks a long time ago. This life in God is about risks. When I got saved, I read the Bible. I, I fell in love with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I just said, man, I'm going to pray privately as hard as I can, but I'm going to take risks in public and see what happens. I'm going to pray for people. I'm going to be a witness. I'm going to be bold. I'm not going to just, you know, fall victim to what everybody's buying and selling right now as far as emotion. I'm going to stand firm in what I believe is true. And that's life. And so when you hear me talk about, we're to, <laughs> the crazy thing is, we're talking about hope. But how is there hope if we're not serving God with our whole hearts? How is there hope if we're, if we're not willing to let go of toxic relationships? If we're not willing to pass the faith test privately? And if we're, we're not willing to take risks? It's limited hope. There's always hope in Jesus. But I'm telling you, if you want the life that you believe God has called you to live, then you better be willing to do those things. When was the last time you said to somebody, hey, or you just grew distance and realized values weren't working out? When was the last time that you took risks publicly? When was the last time you took it, just, just went for something and said, we'll see what happens? This podcast was a risk. I woke up just over two years ago. And I made a decision that I wanted to impact people's lives through the airwaves. And I wanted this podcast to go around the world, which it has. And I want to see millions of lives impacted, which we're in the process of easily doing. All because I speak into a microphone to people, the thousands of you that are subscribed, the three, four thousand. I don't even know you, but I know you. And I took a risk that I'm crazy enough to wake up, hit record tell you some things from the bottom of my heart and it would make a difference. What are the dreams in your heart that need to come to pass? Because if you continually complain about COVID and you just live your life for 2020 memes, nothing's going to happen. But if you believe that this will be the, the greatest year you've ever had, because I still believe it, it is happening. It will be. That's it for today. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Love you all. Can't wait to see you on Monday. Thank you for rocking with Engaging Heaven today. I'm out. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God. 